This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Devi. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. What is going on, Elite Seekers? We are back after a two-week break. Had to give you guys some time to really just soak up all of the rookie knowledge with the NFL draft having happened. And man, what a good time. I was able to do a couple guest spots here and there and just really uh, fully dive in on on the incoming rookies for all the dynasty leagues and Devi leagues I'm in. So, you know, I want to get back with you and get us back on track because we know it's not just rookie draft season. We also are going to have these Devi drafts starting very soon. So let's start talking about some strategy in this episode. And really just continue to take your game to a whole nother level here, Elite Seeker style. Pumped up, got to get on it. Let's get right into it with my first topic. So with the draft here upon us, you have to really start to decide with your deeper Debbie leagues, are there guys that you absolutely love right now and where does that run out? Yes, we know with later picks, say you're in a, a league that does, I don't know, three, four, five rounds of Debbie picks or sometimes even six. What are you going to do with those later round picks? Have you taken the time to really study and understand what guys are going to be there in the later rounds? Have you locked in with Destination Debbie? Have you locked in with Elite Seekers and have a great idea of who these younger guys are that are coming in aside from the top 10 or the top 20 overall? Now, what do you do if you didn't study up, if you don't have that information yet and you're not comfortable and say your draft is just a couple of days away? This is where I'm highly recommending that you kind of look at the top 10, the top five, and you find a way to trade back, gain more picks, or you know, also trade for the future. So if you move back a round or two, and you're able to pick up a future first or second round, or maybe even third round Debbie pick, it's going to be highly, highly valuable and really just speed up that overall process for what you're trying to do. And I promise you, just like Dynasty rookie drafts, you're going to see a ton of that rookie euphoria that you hear about. You got to check out the awesome video uh, just put out with Destination Debbie on the YouTube as well. It's it's such a great strategy and you got to keep your mind away from it and really just try to understand the value of everything overall for your team. You're in a rebuild. This is just going to, you know, greatly reduce the time that you're stuck in those in-between stages or 
the stages where you know you're just not bringing those trophies back. So let's really dive in and look at what that looks like. So one of the first pieces of this strategy that I I really like and I think is underrated is really understanding your league mates. A lot of us jump into new leagues or we've been in home leagues for a long time and we never really get the details that are going to make an impact when you're making these decisions, when you're drafting your guys for the future and just building your team up to how you want it to be. My biggest question for everybody is ask your league mates. Where are their favorite places to get Debbie information? Once you figure that out, it's definitely a huge piece of insight because majority of people are not going to put in the time, check out videos, see what type of film they can dig up, especially when you're talking about the younger Debbie prospects coming out of high school. There's just not as much out there. And, you know, it takes a lot of time to really understand everything. So majority of your Debbie players will use rankings or drafts. And if you can get that kind of information, you're going to have a good idea of who's going to go where. Um, You know, once they talk about their favorite place, check out those rankings. Try to be subscribed everywhere. Try to really just dig in and gather as much information you can. Then I believe you can start to build a very strategic plan before this draft to have an idea where you maybe need to take some of your favorite guys. Some guys that you believe have that elite potential. Again, this is elite seeker, so we always want to go after the guy that we believe has the highest ceiling, even if that includes a little bit more risk. But sometimes you don't have to reach that far on these guys. You can, you can go after them. You can understand where your league mates might go after them, where they might value them, and just build your team like a juggernaut. Now, if a bunch of your players are starting to go earlier than you're able to get with the current draft picks or current draft capital you might have, that's when you got to start looking. How do I trade back? How do I gather more future picks. And if you're going into this year's Debbie drafts and you don't really have any idea what, you know, next year's high schoolers coming out or, you know, a year out from now as freshmen are going to be like, then you're already a little bit behind. So I highly recommend checking that out. We're going to talk about some 2025 draft eligible prospects as well. Just to give you an idea like, hey, should I be trading for next year? There's always going to be guys. There's always going to be guys in every class. I probably have that elite potential. But this year's class that we're talking about, the 2024 draft eligible class, it's definitely been a challenge because a lot of these guys with COVID had their high school season either canceled, shortened, or they decide to opt out. And that makes it that much harder to, um, you know, see a lot of film on them. Uh, It already is for high school, but it also just makes it tougher to get consistency and, and it's tougher experience wise for these guys. So As much as we're looking for these elite traits and we're hoping they hit, I definitely think that makes it a lot more risky. Now for the 2025 class, the hope is with, you know, everything going the direction it's going, we probably have a lot more football next year and therefore we get a lot more film on these guys and have a better understanding. It's all a guessing game in the end, but we do our best. We we take all the information we can. We use our eyes. We, We find the guys that are balling and however many games they play. And we go with it, right? We try to make predictions based on that. And again, this is, this is a style where we're shooting for the moon, we're shooting for the ceiling, and that's okay. So if you're just not comfortable with this class and you want to start trading for next year's class, I don't see anything wrong with it. I do think you already know if you've been listening to my show, some of these main guys that we want to go after, right? And, and let's just quick hit on a couple of those for you real quick. I'll give you a couple here. 
My favorite quarterback that you're able to get in this year's draft class that will be eligible for the NFL in 2024 is 6'1", 210 pound Caleb Williams out of Gonzaga High School in Washington, D.C. This guy is an absolute stud. As you've heard before, just an ultra, ultra competitor. He's going to Oklahoma. So he's going to follow in that long line of, you know, your Baker Mayfields, your Kyler Murrays, your Spencer Rattler, and, and then it's going to be the Caleb Williams show. And I'm pumped up for him, man. He can make all the throws. 24-7 Sports compares him to a Dak Prescott type. And I like that, actually. So uh, I'm pumped up to see him on the field. He's going to have a lot of weapons. And you know Oklahoma likes to air it out. So that is what I'm talking about when I'm looking for an elite-level quarterback. And he's got the wheels to go. So uh, he's not the fastest guy, but, man, he's, he's more than adequate when it comes to running the ball and just keeping plays alive, extending it, and really just making masterful, masterful plays and, and big-time plays in big-time situations. So Caleb Williams, you've heard about him on other episodes. That is one of my favorite dudes in this class and my top quarterback overall. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. The top running back in the 2024 draft eligible class is Travion Henderson, 5'11", and he's now cracking 200 pounds, measured in at spring ball there at Ohio State. This dude is is a beast. He's explosive. Um, Currently compared to Christian McCaffrey, CMC on 24-7 sports. Yeah, that's a hefty uh, comparison, but it's really more about uh, just his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield, um, you know, run between the tackles. Just got a great blend of size and speed. He's not huge, but he, he's plenty strong enough, and I expect him to just continue to pack on the weight there at Ohio State and probably come in just around that 210-pound to 215-pound mark when it's all said and done. Travion has crazy, crazy vision and just an ability to understand where the hole is going to be and then make guys miss after he just gets through that with his crazy burst. I'm excited to see what he could do at Ohio State, and I fully expect him to get on the field early. They do got some running backs there, but nobody with his skill set and his overall ability. He is going to be a guy that will be looking at you know, early NFL draft capital when it's all said and done at the Ohio State University. Target, on in three, two, one. 
You already know who my top wide receiver in the 2024 draft eligible class is, and that is my guy, Ajay Hall, six foot three, now over 200 pounds out of Alrico, Florida. And yes, he is at Alabama. And if you didn't watch spring ball, I highly suggest you go back, check out Alabama spring game and what Ajay Hall did to burst onto the scene. He is just a, an ultimate athlete uh, with his size, already clocked at a 4.540 in high school back in 2019, as well as a 37-inch vertical in 2019. So this guy's you know, just going to blow up. He's going to be monstrous this year, I think, as well as just moving on in his Alabama career. Yeah, there's guys ahead of him, and it's a stacked wide receiver class and overall wide receiver room. But when you have a guy with Julio-esque potential, and yes, he's got a lot of time to grow into that, and that's a long shot, but Julio is his idol, and that is the reason he chose Alabama, because he wanted to go there and, and just blaze a trail right next to the name of Julio Jones. And I'm telling you, that spring game really told me everything I needed to, to see. I had already loved him based on film, based on what I saw in seven-on-seven seven leagues in, in the past couple years. He is a bully to defensive backs. And just the adjustment, the body control, the go-get-it mentality, Nick Saban has a good one. And if you listen to Nick Saban talk about it, he knows it. And I think there's no reason for Jai Hall to be off the field, even with great receivers around him. It's going to be fun to watch. Bryce Young has himself a weapon. And I'm telling you, do whatever you can and go get a Jai Hall. You will not regret it. He is, he is the ultimate competitor the ultimate dog the ultimate fighter on the field and what more can you say you just love to see that so go check out a jai hall go get a jai hall on your team do whatever you got to do to make it happen because once he starts hitting the field in the fall it's over you're not you're not getting this guy people are going to love him for the highlight plays and just the fight in, in every single play that he puts out on the field so check him out a jai hall my top wide receiver in the 2024 draft eligible class my top tight end in the 2024 draft eligible class might not even play tight end, but Sark has already told us that Jatavian Sanders, the 6'3 and a half, 235 pound wide receiver slash tight end slash defensive end will start on the offensive side of the ball, which is exciting news. That was our only five-star recruit coming in, and he is a stud, led his team to a 5A Texas State Championship with a 15-0 record. And if you have not seen his one-handed catch where he just looks like he's a dad out there playing with his five-year-old child, then you need to go look it up. It is just a phenomenal one-handed catch and just shows the type of skill set this guy has, just incredible hands. He played wide receiver full-time for Denton Ryan in Texas there and uh, occasionally rotated in a defensive end. So you love to see it in an uh, offense run by Sark where you know tight end's extremely important. You're hearing about a guy like Jatavian Sanders starting on the offensive side of the ball. It would be crazy to see him at wide receiver with that size. I do expect it to be the tight end position, but who knows? They're going to be creative with him. And I think, you know, the new age tight ends could line up at wide receiver anyway. 24-7 sports has compared him to a Jonu Smith type guy. And I think his ceiling is even higher than that. You know, I like the comparison from athletic standpoint, size standpoint. But we're talking about a high level tight end that could, um, you know, as long as things go well, he could crack into that first round, 
second round NFL draft capital. And if he's doing that, you know, it's going to be fun to watch. I expect Texas to be a whole lot better with Sark there. Recruiting is going to go a lot better and to keep some of these hometown guys in state. And if you can get a flex tight end like this, just out there and just bullying guys with the size and frame that he has, it is going to be problems. He's fast. He's he's incredible in the red zone. And uh, he's going to be he's going to be a scary dude. You know, any linebacker that tries to line up with him, he's big as them or bigger. He's going to, you know, just bully them out of the way and blow by them with his speed. And let's not even talk about these defensive backs. You just toss it up and you see what, what he did with that one handed catch on his way to the 15-0 record and state championship. So Jatavian Sanders, man, he is a stud. Got to check him out. But um, that is my top tight end. That's an easy one. And let's pay attention to the news and see where uh, he ends up playing. But I fully expect him to um, really rock it on the offensive side of the ball. So excited, excited. Jatavian Sanders, massive Texas recruit. Let's get it. Now let's take a look at this uh, 2025 draft eligible class. So these are the guys that you're not going to probably be able to pick up in your leagues unless you got some crazy settings and you guys are drafting extremely young. But this is your next year's freshmen. So um, not for 2021. They will not be freshmen in the year 2021. They will be freshmen in the year 2022. So a guy that you have to know, and if you haven't heard him already, start digging in. Quinn Ewers. 6'3", 206 pound, pro style quarterback, but he could be listed as a dual threat because he is extremely athletic as well. Out of South Lake Carroll, Texas, this guy is a, is a stud. I like to call him the golden mullet because his hair game is crazy, but he just has swag all over the field. He loves playing. He's got great size and he is somebody that's just like a magician out there. The last guy who was not even near his size that just kind of had that ability to just improvise all the time and make crazy plays out of any situation was Bryce Young. I really loved his ability to do that in high school. I'm excited for it, uh, for him starting at Alabama as well. But I think Quinn Ewers has even more potential than that because he brings the size with it as well. That prototypical size, I think that's underrated. It helps with durability and, and just so many pieces. He's impressive when he throws the ball, just comes off his hand fast, crazy velocity. You know, you see him making the sideline throws and, and the defensive backs are whiffing at air trying to trying to pick that off. Um, he just has great touch on the deep ball and, and it seems like it just effortlessly comes out of his hand. So Quinn Ewers, a.k.a. the golden mullet, is going to be a massive prospect like we haven't seen in a couple of years. I'm pumped up for it. So pay attention. He is committed right now to Ohio State. He was originally committed to Texas. They had their kind of coaching carousel changes and. He decommitted there, but I could see Sark making a run for him and trying to keep him there in Texas. I'm sure they've already you know, been in contact and it's a crazy year with COVID. So, hey, check it out. Let's see where Quinn Ewers lands, whether it's at Texas, whether it's at Ohio State. I think either way, he is going to be a sky is the limit type guy. So pay attention if you're trading, go after those first round picks because he will be the top pick for sure in your Debbie drafts next year. So just make that happen. We also got some really good wide receiver prospects coming in 2025. I'm sure we'll continue to watch that develop. But, you know, you got guys at the top like Luther Burden. He's going to be a big time one currently committed to Oklahoma. That will be a big time pickup for them if that holds true. Kevin Coleman, a small shifty wide receiver. 
but he's just blazing fast, can make guys miss with no issues. And my current favorite wide receiver in this class is Evan Stewart out of Frisco, Texas, just a star, decent size already, good frame to put on more size at six foot, 175 pounds. But you talk about bursts and explosiveness. That's a guy that I have a feeling will be on a lot of my Debbie rosters next year. So stay tuned. We got another great class coming to you in 2025 draft eligible guys. I am pumped for it, but hopefully the strategy session has helped you out a little bit, get you prepared for your drafts if they have not happened yet. But you know, I'm here. Feel free to DM me at the Ben EB on Twitter and I'm here for you. And I will always help out with those draft questions as well because I love it. And I'd love to help you guys out. I appreciate the support here with Elite Seekers. But you know what time it is. It is time to end our show with the quote of the show. So I got one for you right here. And I don't actually know who it's from. I don't remember the specifics on it. But I'll tell you what, it was impactful for me. You may have seen it on social media just a couple years ago. But it comes from a high school player in the South who had just finished up uh, in the state championship basketball game. And he was doing his post-game interview, and I just remember these words. When he was asked about his coach, I remember him saying, hey, first time we stepped into the gym, the coach asked us what our goals were, and everybody looked around at each other. We said, we want to win a state championship. The coach paused, looked them back in their eyes, and said, everybody wants to win a championship. What are you going to do to be different? That's, man, that's so powerful to me. And if you guys follow me on Twitter, you'll see I use the hashtag be different a lot. And that's what it comes from. It's not about changing who you are or any of that. It's about working extra and what kind of extra time are you going to put in and, and how are you going to stand out amongst you know a crowd where everybody wants to win something. So st- let that stick with you. Hashtag be different. Use it. Tag me. Do what you got to do. But that's powerful for me. It's, it's stuck with me for a few years. If you want to see the video, just reach out and I'll try to find that. It's definitely on YouTube there, but I appreciate you guys. I definitely had good times with the family on my two weeks off. I hope you guys did too. And I hope your rookie drafts that have already kicked off are going well. If you got them coming up here in the near future, let me know how they're going. Love to hear about them. Appreciate you guys. That is it. Elite Seekers out.